Welcome to You Are Being Tested, Do Not Worry, with Marie ZQ. Marie is a motivational speaker and author who has survived difficult challenges. And after she survived cancer, she began to think deeply about her purpose in the world and her calling. Her goal in life is to help others. You can learn more about Marie at MarieZQ.com. We invite you now to join Marie as she opens with what she is grateful for today. Well, hello. Welcome to your Being Tested. Do not worry. My name is Marie Zitomo Quintanilla, but you can call me Marie ZQ, of course. Wow. I am so thankful, grateful to be here and be alive and just to be here with you, the listeners, and spend this 30 minutes with you to share and inspire, hopefully. And you guys inspire me, by the way. I get a lot of social media messages, so much love, and I just want to say thank you so much for being who you are and being part of this show. And without you, that would not be a show, so thank you. So today, we want to talk about, I mean, we, we never really talk about what happens when we leave this world, right? I had a chance to go to a funeral last week. Um, I get Forgive me, you guys. I may get a little emotional, but you know how I am. I'll cry and laugh and everything at once. Um, my husband's grandpa passed away, unfortunately, and he lived a really long life. And I didn't really get a chance to get to know him, but it was amazing to go and just be at his funeral and meet some of the people that he have touched. It was amazing to see grown man um, up there crying and saying he inspired me to be a better husband. He inspired me to be a better man. And he even was my father because I didn't have a father. It just made me think at that moment, what is going to be my legacy in this world when I leave? Because it was amazing to hear all these wonderful things that people were saying about this man. So the question to you, the listeners, is, Have you ever thought about what your legacy is going to (laughs) be when you leave this world? I mean, it's something that we don't really think about a lot, but um, being at the funeral really made me think about it. And it makes me really emotional because I gotten really close to death nine years ago when I was fighting cancer. But it's amazing when you're going through testing times, you cry to God, 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 help me, and you get really close to him. I'm even ashamed to say this, but after surviving for nine years, I feel like I'm not as close as I used to be because when I needed him, I was on my knees all the time, and I was praying. But um, now that I'm well and I'm doing great, I feel like I need to have that same energy where I'm on, on my knees and praying to him and thanking him for everything he has done for me. But today our guest is a perfect man who's going to tell us the Bible perspective of how we can leave our legacy in this world. And um, I have to tell you, this man is, well, he's already leaving his legacy. He's here in L.A. He's helping children that need love, that need just a, a mentorship. He's giving them hope. He's doing God's work, and I am so honored and so blessed to have him here. And by the way, it's Bishop Ed Smith. Well, hello, Bishop. How are you? Welcome. Thank you, Marie. I appreciate you inviting me to be a part. Well, of course, I had to invite you because I thought of myself with everything that's going on in our world, right? 
with COVID and people losing their jobs and all these things happening, um, it, it's important to take a minute to think, like, what are we going to do to leave a legacy? Because there's so many people to help now, right? Yeah, a yes. lot of people. Yes. So thank you for being here. Thank you. And we appreciate you here at KKLA, and we're no, we know that you're doing great things. So I want you to tell us a little bit about the churches that you're working with right now. Well, uh, the church that I pastor for 30, over 30 years, my son Joshua Smith is now the lead pastor, and I support him in that role, and I'm still on staff, part of the team. But my focus is to oversee our association of churches called the Zoe Association International. Wow. And it's about churches, uh, not just churches, but businesses, nonprofits, individuals who are about a kingdom purpose, taking their life to a whole other level and live for God's purpose. And so those churches are in uh, various parts of Africa, West Africa, South Africa, East Africa, different parts of Brazil, uh, also South America and parts of South America, also Latin America, wow. uh, Central America, and then various parts of this country. And some of our missionaries we support operate in many other areas, such as the Middle East. Uh, so uh, we have a nice footprint in how we minister. Uh, I didn't always think that way, but I began to learn as I started pastoring. And so now that I'm not pastoring full-time anymore, I'm now shepherding and working with former foster children that have come out of foster care, that oftentimes end up homeless, uh, caught up in sex trafficking, mm. and really just rejected. Oh. Uh, it's not unusual that they may live in maybe 15, 20 homes by the time they turn 18. Wow. And so to me, the shepherding heart is important, but not just love on them, which is hu huge, and be a father-like one. We call ourselves a forever family, Amen. but help them get housing. So that's where our initiative focus is right now. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I love the fact that what made you want to get involved? And like, is it your your passion you just got up one day and said this is what i want to do or is it what inspired you even want to be a bishop like what is your story <laughs> i never wanted to be a bishop first okay. of all uh, <laughs> the bishop that we, we were under before was retiring mm -hmm. he called me to his office and he said lord said you should be the next bishop amen and i said okay backed up my seat a bit i said do i have to be called bishop <laughs> <laughs> He said no, and so I said I, I wasn't sure what to be called. Yeah. I came back, I accepted the title. Um, but it goes back to what you're talking about, legacy. Mm -hmm. I started planning my transition in the next season of my life at least 15 years ago. Amen. Thinking about it, praying about it, talking about it with our board, uh, just letting God just open doors and really inquiring of God, what is my next season? Mm -hmm. uh, God would have us, as you know, to live a long life. And I want to plan for that, but even when I'm gone, I want, I want the legacy to continue. And so that is my focus, to continue the church legacy, the association mm -hmm. legacy, but also the legacy of these children have uh, things in place, organization that has to really we collaborate. Yes. So it's not just Nehemiah, but Nehemiah works for a number of organizations and businesses to serve these young people's needs because one organization cannot do an adequate job to make a significant impact. I decided I don't want to do just enough. Mm, amen. Just enough doesn't last long enough. Amen. But we want them to thrive. In fact, just uh, two weeks ago, we had one of our former foster youth we work with over the years mm -hmm. buy their first house. Wow. See, it's just enough when you just put them out into a place for maybe six months to a year, and they're no longer homeless. Guess what? When that time is up, they're homeless again oh. because they have not been developed, got maybe a marketable skill. They can live mm -hmm. on their own independently. Well, that's nice, rent on your own. Mm -hmm. What about getting a piece of American Dream and buy a house one day? Amen. And so when he bought that house, we celebrated with him. So yes. now we're looking at helping others, young people like that. Otherwise, we don't treat them like our own family. 
Yes. I want my children, my adult children, to have a, a piece of property and buy something and yes. help them do that. So that's what we're about. And it's wonderful to see what God is doing. And people are responding very well to Nehemiah. Still shocked by that letter from the IRS? Are you threatened by bank levies or wage garnishments? Get real help now. Because IRS agents are the wolf minding the hen house. You need someone who, one, knows the law inside and out. And two, has your back no matter what. Let us be that someone. If you call now, you may qualify to settle your debt for pennies on the dollar. Missing stimulus checks? Need current or back tax returns? We have licensed tax experts ready to help you. Call now at 480-885-7488. That's 480-885-7488. Or visit our website at www.alphataxresolution.com. So let's say if a listener is listening right now and they wanted to get involved with Nehemiah, how do they go by doing that? Like if they want to maybe volunteer since it's a nonprofit, or maybe they even want to become a mentorship or whatever, how, what kind of, how can they get involved? A good place to begin, to be quite honest, is mm-hmm. go to our website, which is nehemiahprojectla.org, mm-hmm. and watch the virtual fundraiser. Now, they don't have to give if they don't mm-hmm. want to. But what it does, it allows them to watch a 35-minute video presentation. It's very polished, really good. And then they can go further on that platform, on the virtual fundraiser, and see other videos that they can watch of young people, our staff, uh, our partners, our, some donors. But also, they can, there's, a, there's a sheet they can look at on that platform so they can look at and see other ways how they can get involved. They can provide, they can give stock. They can give land. Wow. Uh, they can let us, if they have an apartment. I, yes. I, I challenge people who, or at least yes. encourage them, but probably a better way of saying it. Yes. They may are really blessed financially. Mm-hmm. They may own four or five or six apartment buildings mm-hmm. or, apartment, or homes, and they rent out. Could you put one aside for, for this community? Somebody. Yes. That could be your tithe. That can be your offering. Can yes. you put one? Or just, and I'm not saying don't, don't make it available mm-hmm. for sale. Maybe lower market rates so these kids can afford it, and they'll rent a room. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the idea. There's a number of ways how they can help. Or they can watch this, this video with their family and their kids and talk about their legacy. You know, let's look at this. This could be a way for our family to get involved. Yes. And we have one lady that's doing that who's one of our donors. And she texted me last week after we had a meeting with our donors online. And she said, my son, who owns a technology company in Texas, said we're going to start giving $200 a month. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start a family LLC. And after that, we're going to start giving more. Amen. Because Amen. they, because she shared it with her family. Yes. Okay. So those are ways how people can help us, and uh, and they get involved volunteering as well. There's yeah. a number of ways listed there, uh, but uh, yeah, go to our website at nehemiahprojectla.org because there's other Nehemiah projects out there, but okay. LA is important. Okay. Wow. And I have to tell you, forgive me, but I always think to myself, what is the difference between a uh, uh, bishop? And a pastor. Like, I, I'm so curious about this. <laughs> <laughs> I know maybe my definition when I think of a bishop is someone like overseas church, like you said. But do you have to have, like, all these years of experience? Because obviously you've been doing it for 35 years. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you don't meet a lot of bishops, but you meet a lot of pastors, right? Correct, correct. And so I just want to understand because I've been – I had a relationship, I believe I have a relationship with God since I was little, but I just want to understand that better. Like, is it like you have to be a pastor for a certain amount of years, or how well, is that? you know, I believe different organizations may do, do it, it differently. Okay. Um, 
just like pastors can be all online. Okay. Or they may do a hybrid online income to the in-service in or just in-service. They may have it at their house, mm -hmm. uh, and they may like it that way because they're bivocational and it's, it's inexpensive. They can use a big room or whatever, however their focus is. But as a bishop, uh, for us, it, I view it, and it is a pastor of pastors. I'm still mm -hmm. a pastor. Okay. Oftentimes, people that know me for a long time, they 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 slip and say, "Call me pastor." Oh, I'm sorry, Bishop. I said, I'm still a pastor. I would always be a pastor, and so uh, my heart is to help uh, men and women of God who are leaders of any capacity mm -hmm. to have the heart of God. Amen. It's easy to get caught up in the organizational piece, get caught up in you know growing and reaching more people, and forget about the people we work with and people we mm -hmm. already serve. And forget about the people that we should meet and, and relate to and minister to in our communities. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, God talks about taking care of the widow and the orphan. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it wasn't on my radar. We help, mm -hmm. you know, we help people in our church who had special needs. And yeah. some of them were foster kids, but they were like kids part of a family. Mm -hmm. But what happened was that I started working with our young adults more closely. And I said, we had a nice gathering at my house on New Year's Day. Mm -hmm. And this fellowship food and stuff. And they came over, young adults. And. And I would help them with maybe a laptop and help them with maybe get a car fixed or buy a car. We would mm -hmm. help them with maybe uh, uh, just uh, pay rent. Yeah. And maybe just two or three times a year we help them out. Yeah. And I'm wondering, I don't mind helping you all, but where are your parents at? <laughs> that's, that's the way I said that. Where are your yeah. parents at? They yeah. said, Pastor. I wasn't Bishop then. Mm -hmm. Pastor, we don't have any parents. Oh, wow. And it hit me. It hit me. I said, wow. Mm. And and that's why I say they were hidden in plain sight. They were in our church. They're in our churches. Wow. So going back to the bishop role, how I serve in that role is to impart and be a father-like one, yeah. encourage people to have strong marriages, yeah. strong families. I like the way that you understand how you talked about your father-in-law, mm. how, how he's a wonderful man of God and the tribute uh, that he received because that's what we all should seek to have. Mm -hmm. That people speak to us and speak of us of good fathers and, and loving people and encouraging our marriages. As you know, I've been married, I've been married wow, 46 years. God is good. And, uh, <laughs> Craving some traditional Jamaican home cooking? Stop by Jerk Wings Cafe to get your fix. With our famous Jerk Wings, only $1 each on Wednesdays. Dine in or place an order for pickup at our restaurant, located at 8300 Tampa Avenue, Northridge, California, 91324. Or place an order for delivery with Postmates, DoorDash, or Uber Eats. Need food for an event? We have catering options for any occasion, including corporate events, wedding receptions, conferences, birthday parties, graduations, cocktail parties, business meetings, and more. We'll work with your budget to make your affair a special event. Contact us at 747-237-7244. That's 747-237-7244. Call us today. And so, but, but it's work. <laughs> yes, you know, yes. You know, oh, tell me about it. <laughs> you know, it's, I share this story at times. You know, my wife and I were getting, had a little getaway. Yeah. You know, I like the beach. We're at the beach somewhere in San Diego. And there's, a rest, there's a hotel there and had a nice little buffet area. Mm -hmm. You can see the water right there. So I'm being a good husband and getting her, <laughs> getting her omelet the way she likes it. And I bring it back and I put it right in front of her. I'm about to go get mine now. She says, what is this? <laughs> I said, uh, that's your, um, your omelet. Yes. It has mushrooms in it. <laughs> I said, okay. I, I, I normally put mushrooms on it. I don't like mushrooms. <laughs> and I said, when do you stop liking mushrooms? 
I don't know, but I don't like them now. <laughs> I grabbed the plate, took it over oh to, the, to the guy and said, I'm sorry, but my wife won't eat this without with mushrooms in it. Oh. And so um, those are the kind of things that we have to work if we change. Yes, That's my point. Yes, we change. Yes. When you grow, you change. Yes. And so... I mean, whether you like mushrooms or not, that's a personal thing, right? But yes. it's got me off guard. I could have made an issue, made, got mad about it. That's what most uh, most people would do. It's like you were shocked because you're like, we've been together all these years. <laughs> all of a sudden, you don't like mushrooms? When did this happen? Exactly. But it's good that you were coming from a place of love where you, right. you did not judge her. Right. Uh, you did not tell her when did you change your mind but you just went ahead and try to figure it out by going back and getting her something else and let me say about legacy uh mm-hmm. to leave a legacy it takes time okay. and be intentional mm-hmm. uh but also it takes a commitment mm-hmm. so my wife been so faithful to me and our children and our family uh she never she decided not to have a career she supported the family supported mm-hmm. me amen uh so when i had major business deals and meetings because i was in corporate america I call Bay Prey, and she's at home praying and so forth. Mm-hmm. You know, so she has a degree from UCLA. She does well. Amen. She's smart. But that, that, that was our decision. And so but my point is that I've got mine. Yes. I want to make sure she has hers. Yes. And she's, she's valued, and she has a platform, and she shares, and she does. Amen. So, so what I, I saw, sometimes we need a bigger goal, mm-hmm. you know, because to stay together, whether it be our spouses or our children or our partners in ministry, you got to think beyond the, the, the speed bumps in the road. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. that really said you need to slow down and take, pay attention to who's around you. Amen. So my wife and I have practiced for years just being personable, reaching out to people, calling, just checking on how you're coming along. And people love it. Yes. Uh, I'm, we don't hide from the sheep. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, some pastors hide from the sheep, you know, because mm-hmm. they have their own issues. Yeah. You know, they don't want to be close. You know, they, you know, they haven't burned. But guess what? That happens. Yeah. But Jesus was with the sheep. Yes. He was with the sheep. And yeah. he cares. So you multiply yourself so you're not up all night and doing all the visitations and all the you know, weddings and all that. But you shouldn't be raised up leaders. But being available is huge. People need shepherds in their lives. Amen, amen. And so the legacy we're, we're providing, uh, how I see it is, yeah, focusing on these former foster kids. But the, 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 it's whatever God has given a man or woman to do, mm-hmm. they want that to continue for years to come. Okay. To continue for years to come. And yes. you got to be intentional about it. Yes. And I, I truly believe, especially right now with everything that we're going through, there's always somehow we can be a blessing. Like there's so many different ways how we can be a blessing. Um, I have a mentor that owns a Jamaican restaurant, and she feeds the homeless in L.A. Wow. And um, one day she reached out and said, do your daughter want to be involved in this? My daughter's only She's going to be four this Friday. And she allowed my daughter to be part of this feeding the homeless. Wow. And until this day, my daughter calls her the lady that feeds the homeless. Come on. <laughs> but the whole purpose of saying this is we don't have to be the one putting the show together to help. But we can find someone who's your organization, a nonprofit, that's yeah. doing something, getting involved with them to make a difference, right? Yes, ma'am. So it doesn't have to be us just doing it by ourselves. There's so many ways, like you were saying, maybe just calling someone and saying, hey, are you healthy? Is your whole family healthy? How's everything going? Just being present for that person, letting them just let you know if they're going through some struggles, right? So it's really amazing how when we take the time to be there for somebody else, how it seems like a blessing just flows. It's God's way. 
You know, you, you, everything is a seed in life, a hug, a smile. You reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. You know, until we understand the biblical pattern, it's not just about giving money and getting money mm-hmm. back. Everything. Yes. How we feed ourselves, how we, how we feed our thinking, our thoughts. Think on these things the Bible talks about. Yeah. Things that are lovely, good report. If you think on the negative or too much of that, guess what? That's what you're receiving more. Amen. It's impacting our lives. So being more intentional about doing good things, being a blessing, and God just does it and brings it back in, in your, our lives in due season. Amen. Amen. So do you ever, like, think, um, because I know when I met you, I was like, he's definitely leaving a legacy. <laughs> like, have you, like, was, were you ever like, you know what? I'm going to find my purpose in this world and I'm going to leave a legacy or it's just happened for you. Well, it, it, it happens. We all leave a legacy. The question mm-hmm. is, how good is it? Okay. Are we proud, <laughs> That's are we, are we proud of it? That's, I mean, serious. So be intentional and then leave financial. Mm-hmm. So we have workshops to bring in accountants, bring in lawyers that do estate planning. Yes. Unless we're intentional and sharing our children the vision of what we want and continue yes. and how we gain our assets and our wealth, mm-hmm. then, we, then they need to understand the vision, like the work ethic, for example. Yes. Because what happened with no vision with attached to the legacy, mm-hmm. then what happens in, throughout the country, doesn't matter what racial mix that it is, yes. nine times out of ten, in three years, that money's gone. Mm-hmm. They sold the house, you know, uh, they, they partied, and it's just gone because mm-hmm. they didn't understand how the parents achieved it themselves. Wow. So being intentional with, with, with a legal support and meeting with your family. We have family meetings. We're going to have another one just to update our, our uh, living trust and share with them the vision. And we want them to be a part of it so we reflect, we can update and reflect what they want to do now because our children are all adults. Exactly, exactly. And I know you have a lot of things that you're doing through the church and also uh, with the um, project helping uh, the youth. But can you go ahead and just kind of give us all the websites, how people can get involved in all the things that you're doing? Yes, ma'am. Okay. The church, Zoe Christian Fellowship in Whittier, is zcf.org, www.z as in zebra, catfrank.org. And then the Nehemiah Project is Nehemiah, like in the Bible, uh, Project LA at the end, .org. And so they can uh, contact us there and really learn more about what I'm doing, and that's part of my legacy. And also the Zoe Association uh, is zoeassociation.org, zoeassociation.org, talks about our organization overall. And we have a big conference coming up in July, and so excited about that, July 15th through the, and also a film festival with our Nehemiah Project. Uh, that's Nehemiah Project, nehemiahfilmfestival.com, nehemiahfilmfestival.com. Perfect. Well, it's been a pleasure. Um, Bishop Ed Smith, and I am so honored, so blessed, and I thank God that I was able to meet you. Thank you. And thank you for helping us. Um, Good to meet you, too. Yes, to um, our listeners that want to get involved, and um, please get involved with what he's doing. We can all leave a legacy, like he said, and um, we all have the power to do something. It doesn't have to be much, but something is better than nothing. So just know that we are all in it together. Um, Thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, I want to thank our sponsors, um, jerkwingscafe.com. So please support our sponsors because they're the reason why we have this show every week and they keep us going. So please um, sponsor, help them, do whatever, go and taste the food. um, And just Let's be a blessing to businesses, too, because all of us are suffering through COVID, so especially the business owners, okay? So today, I just want to say it's another beautiful day. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. Remember, 
You are fabulous. You are beautiful. You are not alone. We're here for you. And my name is Marie Zitomu Quintanilla, and you can call me Marie ZQ. We'll see you next Saturday. Have a great weekend and make it a great day. Bye. You're listening to You Are Being Tested. Do not worry. The show encompasses the truth behind the struggles everyone goes through in life and how faith will help anyone get past life's challenges. Listeners can contact Marie by sending an email to thetest at mariezq.com. That's the test at mariezq.com. Join our Facebook group called You Are Being Tested or connect with Marie directly at her personal Facebook page at Marie Cecile Zutomu Quintanilla. You can follow our Twitter page at You're Being Tested. That's Y-O-U-R Being Tested. And follow us on Instagram at You Are Being Tested. And for more inspirational and motivational advice, subscribe to Marie's YouTube channel at Marie ZQ.